This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Female Orgasm Podcast, created by the Welcomed Consensus, where we explore the potential of female orgasm, more pleasure, and a better sex life for both men and women. Listen, learn, and be inspired by the innovative research and revealing insights into friendship through female orgasm. Meet Dan, a single guy who finds himself in an extraordinary position with many of the women in his life. They talk to him. They tell him what they want. Some of them want to have sensual experiences with him. As he learned about deliberate orgasm and the technique of doing, his sensual skills got sharper. He hones in on key points to respond to the age-old question, what does a woman want in a man? In this interview, he candidly describes the answer. Hi. Hi. Okay, so how would you describe doing to someone who had never heard about it? Describing doing, I guess I guess an easy way to describe it would be to tell someone that both people put their attention on, on one person's pleasure, and they agree to that. It's a deliberate thing. You're not just, yeah, you're probably going to do this. You're going to do it. People are going to put their intent, attention on that one person's orgasm. What do you notice in your own body uh, when you're doing? Oh, I can feel her orgasm. Uh, it's there the whole time. It it intensifies and detensifies. I mean, I've had a lot of dates with Molly. I'm going to use that as an example. I start out, we talk. I can feel the ride beginning. Uh, as soon as I start putting my my attention on her pussy, I can tell when her attention goes to her pussy. So we're talking about stuff and you know, your day and your boots and. And um, and then like, boom, right on her pussy, and it's like, yeah, that's what we're going. And I'll start rubbing her leg. We have other fun things. Uh, sometimes I will use her pussy as a focal point, and I'll kind of rub my hand around. And when I get the lube out, I um, I have a couple different ways of applying it. It's been fun to surprise her a little bit. I would let it fall down onto her uh, on her pussy, and and if I could feel it, um, the ride begin then. And the whole time, my body feels really turned on. And so, and I can feel the connection. My, my, I have a really strong connection with my right index finger and her pussy. Uh, you can feel it right now a little bit. Um, and it's a feeling that it's hard to describe. It's, it's still really, it's a really good feeling. And just, just that, just, and my whole body feels turned on. This is a really difficult question to answer. I'm getting sweating a little bit. I just, I feel like my whole body's alive. And I feel like I had sex, intercourse. Mm-hmm. I've had sex. You, know, you get your whole body into it. It's like a fun little workout. It's like, oh, yeah. And you have all these different things you do with your legs. And, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. She rides you. It's like, yeah. But but that feeling you get from your finger on her clit, I mean, it's like if you, as long as your attention really is on her clit and, you're, and your attention is on her body, you can feel when her attention's wavering and you call her on it. Keep, keep her attention on her own pussy. There's nothing like that. It's more addicting than any drug and anything ever. More addicting than cigarettes. Twelve years. I'm going to stop. 
because I want to continue to have dates with that. I want to continue to get my put my finger on her foot. I don't think I'll ever be with a woman the rest of my life and not have dates with her because it feels so fucking good for me. And that's what I get out of it. And I damn well know that she what she gets out of it. It's really fun for her. My whole body feels turned on. My whole body feels good. I feel good right now. I'm thinking about yeah, her. I'm thinking about our day tomorrow. I'm thinking about all of that. And my whole body, my body feels turned on. I can feel a little flushing. Thank you. When you first heard about doing, what were your thoughts about it? I remember thinking, well, what is this? And uh, I think it was at a benchmark that I really got my first taste uh, as far as our... And hearing, hearing about it, uh, I could tell, I didn't know what it was, but I could really feel um, the person in the hot seat. Uh, the woman was, was talking, I don't remember who it was, but they were taking us on quite a ride, and it sounded like a really fun thing. That was my first time really hearing about the, the strokes and about uh, and peaking and all that, and so definitely piqued my, my interest. Did it seem like something that made sense or that was weird or just anything like that? Uh, at first, yeah, it sounded weird. I mean, it was, it was, uh, <clears throat> it's like, why, why would we, you know, why not just fuck? I mean, definitely, you know, it seems like she, she gets off just fine, you know? I was thinking about my ex-girlfriend and something, I mean, she's getting off, she got off just fine, we're having sex. She told me that, but, you know, that was just at first, uh, so. Thank you. In what ways have your perceptions of women and of doing changed since you started doing my perceptions <clears throat> have changed because it I was given reality on on the fact that all simulation in a woman's body, uh, so a woman's vagina, pussy comes from the clit, and all what? All like simulation, you know, you, I mean, uh, orgasm comes from the clit, and and I've, I've given reality on that because well, I've tried other things, and I've tried, uh, I've enjoyed you know, during peaking, I'm. I mean, I'm a researcher, so I've been having fun peeking by, uh, by rubbing my finger around in a labia. And, uh, I mean, there's sensation there. I mean, there's definitely sensation, but, um, but you can feel her body when you, when you t- put your finger back on that clit, especially after a, a tour around the world, so to speak. It uh, brings, her, brings her way up, and it uh, feels really good. So how would you say, like, the sensation is unique when you're touching the clitoris versus anywhere else? You could feel her entire body uh, into it, you know. When you rub your hand along uh, on this leg or on her neck or on her breast, you can, she, you can know she feels it, you know, she feels where your hand is. But when your hand is on her clit, her entire body is involved in that process. And her whole being is there with you. And you can really feel her entire body come alive. And, uh, and it feels good in my body. What do you attribute that to, that her, like, that her whole entire body comes alive? Like, how is that? Because the sensation is there. I mean, it, it's, I mean, you learn, either through the walking senses, or, I mean, you just look it up. Uh, you know, there are more nerve endings in her clit than anything else in the body. So it's, it's I mean, it's just science. <laughs> but, but it is. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, this is, all these nerve endings are there for a reason. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the things that uh, Sherry likes to say, um, blast out there, is like the the clit is there only for pleasure, and I mean I can't think of any other any other use for it. It's just 
you don't need it in the vagina, not for reproduction at all. Right. Uh, and in fact, it really doesn't get much use during sex uh, unless you're deliberate about it. And uh, other than the backside of it inside, you know. But anyway, it's uh, so it feels it feels good. Thank you. How have your relationships with women changed since you started doing? Well, I had dates last summer, so after that, it, my there was a subtle change in me. After, I mean, there was an immediate change right afterwards, but uh, it, it evened out uh, to where it was much more subtle. Mm-hmm. And where I just wanted to give women orgasm, and and I. At first, it was kind of like I wanted to do it for me. I wanted that, you know, I wanted to feel that feeling, and I wanted to give them that feeling, and and making orgasm, uh, you know, a priority. But you know, I'm gonna go do these other things. And so my relationship with women had changed up as I was sort of noticing more things about them. And, uh, and then when I took the common sense course again, uh, I remember walking in and uh, seeing Amalia. Uh, the first time I'd seen her was uh, right after those dates last summer. I, I took the TLC, uh-huh. and after the TLC, I held a couple benchmarks in my house, and she came. Boy, was I interested in that, in getting in getting my hands on her pussy, because I didn't know what I felt. I knew that she was, she had feelings too, though. She was interested, but at the time, she wasn't ready, I think, to, to really hear the material, and, but we've talked about it since then, and uh, it's been really an eye-opener for me. Like she said, she's told me, Specifically, I could feel you, and it was a lot. Uh, I could feel you very strongly, and I remember that. I remember you wanting, I could feel you wanting to come talk to me on the break, and then you did, and it felt really good. We tried to hook up using text messaging uh, a bit, and it never really panned out, and I kind of gave up, and I was like, well, we'll see you later. And I walked into the Common Sense course, and I was like, this is why I took this course. And <laughs> and I could feel as soon as I walked in, I felt her. I felt her the whole weekend, and then we had our first date the following Friday. So how did that first date go? <laughs> I used a lot of the tools that the wealth consensus has given me. Uh, by a lot, I mean really just controls agreement. I just kept flashing on that all week because I was not in agreement with that. I was nervous. Did she ask you for the date, or you asked her, or how did I asked her. Uh-huh. Uh, I asked her. She de- she declared on the second day of the common sense course that she wanted a research partner. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and there have been some connections between us since then. So I knew when she said that that she was talking about me, and she was. She told me later. Um, another person asked her first, though. That was my, that was my first pang of jealousy. And uh, it felt really good, and it made me feel like she wants a lot of orgasm. And so I asked her uh, that Tuesday. I kind of was beating around the bush at first, so to speak. Like I'm gonna let's have a let's take I'm gonna take her to dinner. And I could tell that she was she pulled it out of me. She knew what I wanted. There was no question in her mind what we were going to do, and she just wanted me to say it. And so once I said it, it was it was declared. And so that first night, I spent all week getting my room ready. I bought pillows, sheets, uh, candles, chocolate, and I, I cleaned my entire room, and uh, I used wet wipes on the wood on my bed to that level to build this wonderful nest for her to come over to. And so she got there, and she had... Um, a, uh, she had, she wears this coat a lot, but she wears this black coat that's it's like a short coat, 
she had on a sexy uh, dress underneath and another dress she had a bustier and she had uh, uh, thigh highs on as well as some big boots. I mean, she was dressed to go out. She was dressed to impress. And uh, she did impress. <laughs> I was very excited. But uh, when we got upstairs and we chatted for a little while and uh, decided to have that day and it was, I felt like a little kid. I mean, I, I was like, wow, man. And I just flashed on all my training uh, as far as taking the TLC last summer. But also, um, Feeling where she was at, you know, using the common sense course I'd just taken and, and feeling the tumescence and being deliberate with my, my emotions, uh, safe pouring absolute shit out of everything. And, uh, it was fun. I flashed on, I flashed a lot on the TLC though, like, um, remembering where I'd won. I, I remember flashing on all these things and having these, these, uh, these fun memories and, and then putting those into action and, um, I also flashed in a conversation I'd had with Rachel earlier in the week, and she said, set a time. Mm -hmm. And I did, so I said, we're going to have a five-minute day. So we had a five-minute day. And then we had, and then we went out to dinner, and uh, went to a Chinese dinner, and this place I really like, and having my attention on it the whole time felt really good, and uh, even this bustling, busy-ass Chinese restaurant, you know, we were there for a couple hours just talking, and... We had a great dinner, and then we, uh, we got back in a cab and went back to my house and had a couple more dates, and she's like, I'd like to stay here. And so she just passed out right then and there. It was great. And then the next morning, we had a couple more dates, and I realized the way she was dressed, it was like, uh, and then the way, more than that, I mean, I, I felt where she was at. She didn't want to get on public transit and take it all the way back to her house and not deal with all that. So I just rented a zip car and fucking drove her home, and it was wonderful. It felt really good. Thank you. Um, when you were talking about, you felt really nervous at first, feeling like, okay, I'm going to, you know, like performance anxiety or like having your attention maybe more on yourself. How did that transition over to, you know, when you actually started doing her, that uh, you had your attention on her? It was me thinking about it. It was me like, you know, deliberately doing that. Um, so it did that performance anxiety. I mean, I didn't think that I was going to be bad at doing it. Uh, I, I had these tools, you know. I, uh, I knew that that was going to go well. And I also knew that no matter how badly I, I perform, my finger is going to touch her clit. It's going to feel good. So I just, my focus was, was simply on her, and I wanted it to feel really good inside of her body. I wanted her to, to enjoy rubbing her clit. And being, being deliberate about putting my attention on her and knowing that that's, that's what needs to happen for a day. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, as soon as, as I mean, it was it was pretty immediate. Once we got into my room, it's it's time, <laughs> it's time. No more no more fucking around. You know, I need to I need to put my attention on her and not be this scared little kid again anymore. And that's when the fun started. Thank you. So, what do you feel like the difference for you is like then if you had a girlfriend that you were having sex with or that you were doing? And having this research partner, how do you how do you um, feel like that is a different kind of relationship or friendship? That's a good question. I mean, with a girlfriend, you know, you're sleeping with them every night, uh, or or not. If you're living with them, you are. But your your time is completely monopolized by them, and and if you're 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 feeling um, you feel like you're obliged, it's obligatory to spend. A lot of time with them and to buy them things and to that's a, it's a really good question and I'm having more fun with Amalia as her friend 
We talk about the date she has with the people. I mean, she she was unsure how I would take that at first, which is for the best. Um, but it's fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about her dates with Russell and with David. Uh, you know, well, she doesn't talk about it so much as I've told her, who I, who I know that she wants to have a date with the most. And it was fun to see her whole body light up and, and get turned on by that. And then we had a date, you know, and it was like, this is okay. And uh, so, you know, if she was my girlfriend, I mean, it would be, I don't know, just, it just I don't think it would be as fun, much fun. And, and also, I can talk to her about uh, women that I'm interested in, and there's not this, this uh, set of restrictions there or expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we chatted this morning uh, on my phone, and she had strep throat. And I could feel where she was going with the conversation. She mentioned that. She's kind of running her bullshit. And then she talked about um, the energy she felt this weekend. And I was like, I told her that I was thinking about a very specific um, popping of her clit that, uh, that I know she really likes. And that I was thinking about that yesterday. We're going to have a date. Uh, maybe tonight, but probably tomorrow. And uh, But yeah, I mean, it's like, even though she has strapped throat, it's like, that's going to happen. And then that's a hell of a lot better than bringing over chicken soup. Thank you. In what ways have your perceptions of women in general like changed from learning about semesters to learning about uh, doing? Or? That's a great question. Uh, I to start off with, I'm still learning. It's still it's, and I don't think you ever stop learning, which is a fun a fun thought, uh, and it's a winning pers- uh, viewpoint. One example: I'm riding my bike. And someone is just not paying attention, and oh my god, it's totally a woman, and it's springtime, and she's clearly like all over the place, and she's too messed out of her mind. And so I can approve of that. I can approve of her, as opposed to six months ago me being pissed off. I was in the there's another specific example. Uh, I was in the park with uh, my friend, a couple of friends, and they were they were doing stilts and all that. And we were on our way back to their house, and uh, my friend jogs up and. She is just, I fucking can't believe it. I have any cereal. This is bullshit. Ah, could you just get cereal? I don't have any money. I'm just, and she's just, I mean, she, I mean, she is fucking too messed out of her mind, ready to pop at any moment. And instead of popping her, like I could have done, uh, I just listened to her, and I was, you know, taking in what she was saying, you know, and just walked up behind her and used a taking touch on her shoulders with both my hands and then began massaging her shoulders. And I could feel her come down from that. I could feel her. Her whole day went better because of that. My day went better because of that. My day right now is going better because of that, because I'm flashing on that feeling that I got and that being, being a friend to, my, to a woman that I did that day. And it just makes me feel good. Thank you. And, you know, so that kind of brings up another question for me, which is that, when you, you said, so you noticed this tumescence in her, right, and you decided to approve of it. But how do you draw that line between, like, approving of it and, like, wanting to change it or wanting to fix her somehow or having it be right? Or what, what, what are your thoughts about that? Fixing her has been, has been a huge thing that's been flashing on my mind since the common sense course. I mean, uh-huh. big time. Um, flashing on, don't fix her. She doesn't need fixing. She doesn't need fixing. And that's like, that's, an, that's interesting you say it like that because uh, it's my personal like internal credo. Like, oh, she doesn't need fixing. And then do whatever 
it is that I'm, I'm going to do or, or then I, I approve. Uh, but that's like the first thing I think of. And it's been really working. Uh, I mean, it's working well for me. And it's it's a viewpoint that I'm, I'm being delivered about now and I'm looking forward to just making it part of who I am. Uh, but I'm needing to be delivered. I'm training myself to, to feel that way because normally it's like, man, she's just being a total bitch right now. I fucking can't believe, you know, and instead, you know, my, my friend Hayward, uh, his, his girlfriend, fiance, who's also an extremely close friend of mine, is just losing her mind and, and just, I haven't had a chance to talk to her really because uh, she's just at her house. She's got 18 credits. She's got a full-time job. She's a, she's a biologist. I mean, her fucking world is just doing work and crying and being upset about it and like not using Facebook anymore because it's distracting and ah and I can feel that and and I can I, Hayward comes by and just runs his bullshit about that and and I just approve the whole time I just let him run his his bullshit. I, I think about her. I think about Caroline and I and I approve. I, I said this is you know. I, and I keep telling them I want to go over there. You don't want to go over there, man. It's like, I mean, maybe I do, you know. And it's just, I think about how much how much fun it would be to to be a good friend to her and to bring her down, uh, even if even if just letting her run her shit and approving of that. But yeah, just think, just approving of her. You know, I know her really well. I've known her for years, and I know where she's at right now. And she's she needs someone to approve. It's a hard conversation to have with Hayward. It's like, huh? Hayward, you need to just approve of her being a bitch and you get over it and uh, tell her you love her, you know, and, and actually approve. Because she knows the difference between you saying you approve and you actually approve her. I might call her on it. I might hex her a little bit about it. Because um, she knows. And listening. And actually listening. You know, not just, not just you know, because I could not confront what she's saying. But she knows. Damn it, she knows. It'd be so much easier, but it's not. It's not supposed to be easy. Um, women are amazing, amazing, and and so you need to listen to them. You need to hear what they're saying. You need to, you you need to to approve whatever they're saying, and you need to just and, and you need to recognize when it's bullshit and approve of that. Approve of them spewing off the bullshit. Just don't buy it. How do you, like, mechanically, how do you do that? Like, approve. Like, in your head, you know, you're listening. How do you, because I think that, you know, I think that a lot of people, they're not sure exactly how to do that. Or they uh, think I have to agree, or I have to, you know, like, so how do you distinguish in here? I'll give you an example, because um, it's, it's easy for me to do that. Um, my friend Miranda, grown up for years. Uh, we haven't seen each other in a little while, and uh, she really wanted to hang out. And I know what that means. That means she really wants to bitch about a lot of stuff. I mean, I knew what it was going to be about. And I had I had a feeling. Uh, and and sure enough, like she's having man problems. And uh, I'm friends with a boyfriend too, but I'm much better friends with her. So I'm her shoulder. And six months ago, I would have engaged her, and while she was bitching. I can't believe you did this. And it's like, you know, he's maybe he's just not the right guy for you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, maybe you should change this and change that. And, and yeah, I'm sorry to grab his dime, but you're just going to have to get over it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just getting getting in, in like wallowing in her shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And like a pig in the in the mud. Just, oh, yeah, <laughs> this feels good. But what did I do instead? What, what mechanically did I do? As we're walking, I thought, 
you are a really, just in my head, I'm like, you're really, man, you just, you care a lot. And that feels really good. And I started thinking about times so while I'm listening. I'm like, you, you really care. You're always nervous about when people fly because you just really love them and you don't want anything bad to happen to them. And that's fine. It's fine that you, you really, you, you put your attention on these other people and you, you put your intention out there that you want them to have a safe trip because, you know, you want them to be safe. You want them to come back and see their family. And, oh, man, it's really, I really like how her hair is parted right there and how it kind of comes down a little bit. And, and when she's crying and we're walking, I can see in each each uh, street lamp, I can see, you know, the reflection of her tears and, uh, with her makeup. And, wow, her makeup looks really good. And, oh, yeah, I can't believe that he would, you know, he doesn't come home and he doesn't do the dishes. But, wow, I really, really enjoy the clocking of her boots, of her purse. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I do. I don't know if that's going to work for everybody, if that's what you're supposed to do, but that's what I'm doing. And, and yet still taking in all of her and still listening to her bullshit. But I'm not going to give her reality on it. I'm not going to give her reality on, you know, yeah, he's not paying rent. Uh, he, you know, I'm not going to. No, absolutely not. Because you know that she... She doesn't need fixing. Right. I don't, she doesn't need to be fixed. And it's been empowering to the women that I talk to. That I that I converse with, that I that I have fun with, you know, it's uh, it's it's been fun to to spend time with my women friends. People like to one one, one term that people really like to use is is the term friend zone. It's huge. It's big on the internet, but it's also it's like a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it what it means is that you're you really like a girl, and then she puts you in friend zone, okay. and. And it's like, you're just a friend. So. And that's kind of what Marinda and I are. I do that with women. And the reason I do that is because I try to fix them. And I knew that. I knew that by, by me fixing all the women in my life, you know, oh, it's okay, you know, this and that, this and that. you should do this. Because I want to fix them. That's what I always wanted to do. I always wanted to help them because I want to help people. That's like my, at my core being, I want to make people happy. And one way to make them happy is to give them this fantastic advice that surely will fix their life. <laughs> but really, it just means I'm not going to get any pussy. They're going to want to keep me around. I have a huge number of women friends from all over the place because I'm really good at listening and I'm really good at, you know, I actually hear what they say because I want to fix it. You can't fix something unless you know the problem. But don't do that anymore. Stop. Cold turkey. Explode. It's hard fucking really hard. I bit my time a few times. But I had fun doing it. And now, my relationship has changed dramatically. It's been fun um, being better friends with them. All women. My sister, my mother. Doesn't have to be a woman I'm trying to get my hands on. How so in, in that way? Because you're, because you're not approaching them from that, that viewpoint of thinking something's wrong. Is that, yeah. yeah right. I'm... But no, I mean, she's she's a woman. There's nothing wrong with her. I need to fix her. Mm-hmm. I seem to approve. In the case of her being my sister, just in love her, you know, and, and remember how much she's changed my life. She's always wanted the best for me. So in what areas of your life do you feel like the viewpoints of deliberate orgasm have affected you? Well, I mean, there's, there's the big changes, you know, that have happened. Uh, yeah, so for 12 years. It's mostly for 12 years. And that, it's done. Um, it's, I'm, I'm done smoking cigarettes, and it feels really good in my body. Um, I haven't been drinking or smoking weed uh, because I don't want to 
at any time, you know, I could be, I could get an offer for, for a fun date. I don't want that. I don't want to be inebriated. I want to be ready for that. I want to put my attention on her. Those are the big changes, but more subtle. It's just I'm, I feel, I feel fulfilled, you know. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a full person. Like I'm, I got to stop masturbating mostly. I mean, I still do. I spend a lot more time just, just uh, enjoying my cock, you know, and just having fun with that and scratching and rubbing a bit, and and then that's it. Uh, whereas before, it was like at least once a day. I would rub and I would fucking come every time. And that was fun, you know, for like 16 years. That was a really good time. But, you know, it's time. Uh, after, after half, seven and a half dates, I mean, it was, it was something I noticed it was subtle at first, but then I, I realized, holy shit, I'm really not, I'm not masturbating anymore. Really. Do you yeah. ever use the, um, like the common sense exercises, like do that on a regular basis? Or? I think about it. Um, it's, it's something that I'm going, I'm looking forward to doing, putting my attention on my own body. Uh, I have the instructions. I have them with me. And I've done visiting the Terry uh, mm-hmm. for her, for Amalia, to come over to my house. And, you know, it feels really good to do that. Uh, the only difference is, of course, that show it makes it. <laughs> so. And I just have one more question, which is, um, as, as a man, like, how do you feel having this craft has affected your life? I might as well be walking around on platform heels. Like, I feel like king of the fucking world. Because I walk around in the, in the city, I ride my bike, I mean, I'm out and about. Springtime, there's women and they're all too masked and all hot. And I feel I I walk around knowing beyond a reasonable doubt because I've done it that I can get a woman off better than she can get herself off. And that as a doer, as, as a doer who's going to continue to get better, I can get her get her off in a way that she's never even imagined because no one's ever put their attention on a pussy like that without their attention on their dick or on their own pussy, whoever she's been with. I don't care if she's a lesbian. You know, it's like, yay, what do you, you know? Yeah, the whole time, every time I've ever been with a woman, well, I've, I've played with a pussy a little bit. My whole thought the whole time is, man, I can't wait to get my dick inside. So I know, I know, that's what you're thinking about. It's just fun. I mean, wearing tight pants and having them rub against your clit, I'm sure that's fun too. It's not as so much fun as my hand, and uh, my whole body is interested in getting you off, so... I walk around and I, I feel I feel a confidence that you can't get anywhere else. You can't get that confidence anywhere else. Because women can tell you, women will give you bullshit and we buy it. And men will buy it. Oh, I got off twice. Oh, yeah, you did. That whole next day, it's like, man, I got her off twice. She didn't get off twice. She didn't get off at all. She's good at acting. She made you think she got off twice. But your attention was on yourself the whole time, so you don't even know. Even once you told you that your attention was on yourself, how good you are. But I know. Great. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> thank you. You've been listening to the Female Orgasm Podcast. Visit www.welcomed.com to find full transcripts, articles, videos, courses, and more focused on the topic of friendship through female orgasm.